You're now listening to the Architect Introspect, the Architect's official radio broadcast. My name is AJ Schaff, and with the end of the school year approaching, it may be difficult to keep up with Canvas news. So, this broadcast goes out to all of those who are either preparing for graduation, finals, or for both. Today's pieces include a recap of the Light the Night event, a look at how Greek Week has helped the less fortunate, a very special editorial, an opinion on Attack on Titan. So, without further ado, let's get into our first story of the day by staff writer Anna Colby recapping Tech's Light the Night event. This story is read by Ali Wood. Returning from a two-year hiatus last Wednesday, April 6th, was Arkansas Tech's Light the Night event. The event, which took place at Hydensman Tower, celebrated various cultures from around the world. Admission was free, and hundreds of visitors, including Tech students and faculty and members of the Russellville community, gathered to enjoy food, drinks, and activities. Booths represented Bangladesh, China, India, Japan, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, and Zimbabwe. There was also a booth run by Arkansas Tech University, which featured a QR code that could be used to donate to Ukraine. The link remains active, and all donations will be going to the Ukraine Red Cross. It's cool to see everybody come together, to see students and the people of Russellville get together to appreciate all the different cultures represented at Tech. Karasin Buchanan, a life science education major from Benton, said. As is tradition, a competition was held for the best booth. Upon entering the event, visitors were given the slip of paper, and a table set up beneath the bell tower allowed visitors to submit their tickets into the box of their choice. By the end of the night, Japan placed first, Bangladesh placed second, and China third. India received an honorable mention. Mayu Kanazawa, president of the JSA, took to Instagram to celebrate with the JSA and its supporters. All of the JSA members put so much effort and time to achieve this goal. Kanazawa wrote, We faced many challenges, but we had great people. We absolutely could not have won without each one of you guys' help. Thank you for helping us and for supporting JSA. Up next is a story from co-editor-in-chief Jonan Mitchell that covers the kindness of the campus Greek life community during Greek Week. The Greeks have had another successful Greek Week here at Tech, seeing 42,094 food and hygiene items raised for the food insecure in the River Valley. This will be the first year a hygiene drive has taken place alongside the food donations. According to graduate assistants for fraternity and sorority life, Peyton Youngblood, this is compared to last year's 35,425 food items raised in the previous year. Quote, it was a lot donated. It just shows our fraternity and sorority life students are not here to be crazy and party all the time. They are really service oriented and they want to give back to the community, Youngblood said. Greek Life also raised $485 during the dance battle they put on last Thursday from admission. This money was used to buy more non-perishables and hygiene items. Greek Week has been a spring staple for Tech since the early 2010s. Tech is one of the few schools that still participate in Greek Week. 
Many schools, such as the University of Arkansas, have opted for service events throughout the semester. Quote, We continue to host Greek Week because it does bring people together, especially for those big service projects, Youngblood said. The week starts with fraternities being assigned to one another to make four teams. They participate in Greek games, a dance battle, then several days of service. The service locations included food sorting at River Valley Food for Kids, painting a mural at the Boys and Girls Club, organizing donated clothing at Marva, and cleaning and aiding the River Valley Child Advocacy Center with outside tasks. Delta Zeta has won the event for a solid decade, but Phi Mu has stolen their Greek Week crown this year. While there are no more major service events planned for the rest of the year, students interested in Greek life will have many opportunities next year to speak to the Greeks. For more information on anything you hear today, make sure to check out our website at architectnews.com. Up next is an editorial with a special message from our editor-in-chiefs, Jonan Mitchell and Tara Espinoza. My name is Jonan Mitchell, and along with Tara Espinoza, we are the co-editors of The Architect. You've probably seen us around campus taking photos, getting interviews, or promoting the newspaper. This year was an exciting year for both of us because it was our first year being editor for The Architect. It came with many challenges like late night missed deadlines and wondering if we would have enough content for the paper. Right now, The Architect is the only student-led media organization that puts out print and web content weekly. However, with all of these challenges came a lot of successes. We have more original content, we added a radio show, and we expanded our social media. We also have new content featured in our print publications such as short stories, poems, and sports features. We could have never reached the success we had this year without our team. Simply put, thank you for all of your hard work and dedication. If not for you, we would not exist. Thanks to the work of our team, we received 23 awards this year from the Arkansas College Media Association. Writing about the newspaper would not be appropriate without mentioning our faculty advisor, Tommy Mummert. When we were named editors, neither of us knew the time, effort, or energy required. We made AP-style mistakes, forgot commas, and asked many questions. Tommy was there for us through it all. He took every phone call, answered all of our questions, and showed us what good journalism should look like. More importantly, he has kept journalism alive at Tech. We'd also like to thank the students, faculty, and staff who picked up the newspaper, browsed our website, liked our posts, or listened to the radio show. Since this is the last radio show of the semester, we wanted to reflect on our experiences and thank those who have supported us and allowed us to do the job we love. This is not goodbye. We will be seeing you all again in August. Sincerely, The Editors. Our next piece is an opinion written by me, A.J. Shaw, and explains why Attack on Titan should be on your watch list. Editor's Note. This story is spoiler-free and only mentions the basic plot elements for Attack on Titan. If you have been on social media recently, chances are that you have seen clips or references to a show known as Attack on Titan. 
This is because the popular TV series is now in the middle of its last season, and fans are excited to see how the action-packed and plot-twist-riddled story will end. However, the producers have decided to air the third part of the final season next year, in 2023. So now is the perfect time to dive into this amazing show and join in the excitement before it ends. If you are unfamiliar with the series, the story begins with a civilization of people who live inside three layers of walls. The world outside of those walls has been overrun with man-consuming monsters known as titans. These titans have destroyed all human life outside the walls, leaving those inside with barely over a medieval quality of life. The plot of the show follows the story of three main characters, Eren, Mikasa, and Armin. Eren is the main driver of the plot, with his adventurous spirit, hard-headed attitude, and his goal of taking back the world outside the walls. Eventually, all three of the main characters join a military group known as the Scouts, whose mission is to explore the titan-infested wilderness and learn about the titans for the benefit of mankind. As you can expect, this series has a lot of action. The combat throughout the show is uniquely fluid and dynamic due to the character's use of weaponized grappling equipment known as ODM gear. Moreover, the characters throughout the series have a lack of plot armor, meaning that anyone can die at any time, leaving viewers on the edge of their seats. However, be prepared for blood and gore, as it is very prevalent throughout the show. One of the main appeals to the show also comes with how its characters develop. As the series goes on, the character's sense of what's right and wrong evolves from simple childhood beliefs to a blurred and harsh view of reality. As more truth is discovered, reality changes and the characters are forced to make hard choices. All of this leads up to the final season, where everything and everyone are at their breaking point. Drastic decisions are made, friends are killed and betrayed, and morality is questioned to the extreme. Unlike most anime, the art style in Attack on Titan takes advantage of a more reality-based appeal and uses colors that are not extremely vibrant. Moreover, the scenes are consistently smooth and maintain a high level of quality, even during high-velocity moments such as battles. Overall, Attack on Titan is a show that has surpassed the classic genre of shonen anime and has rumbled the world with its masterful storytelling and excellent animation. So, if you are looking for a show to binge over the summer, Attack on Titan is a must-watch and will leave you hungry for more. This has been The Architect Introspect on 91.9 KXRJ. The music of today's episode was provided by C418 and is called Stall. To find more music from C418, look him up on YouTube and Spotify or go to c418.org. As this is the last broadcast of the school year, I would like to thank you all for listening and wish you all the best on your finals. Furthermore, I would like to congratulate those who are graduating on their hard work and achievement. Again, thank you for tuning in to the Architect Introspect, and I'm excited to be on the air next semester. But until then, this is AJ Schaff, Radio Manager, signing off.